In this episode of Off Course Agility, I will have my first guest, my sister, Leanne. She's going to talk about how she started in NADAC with her beagle, Belle. We will also take a look at the NADAC Gamblers class and some changes that are happening for 2020. We'll also take a look at the NADAC calendar for Valentine's Day weekend in February. So I'd like to welcome my first guest on my podcast, and it's my sister, Leanne Peters, who uh, encouraged me to do this podcast, and I'm sure she'll be a future guest in the future, too. So, uh, Leanne, I'd like to have you tell your story of how did you discover agility? How did I discover agility? I discovered agility through you, I believe. Um, The first trial I saw was with you when we went to the Sussex County Fairgrounds to watch a dog trial for the first time. And then you got into agility and I used to watch from the sidelines. Occasionally, I went with you. And I even went to school with you at St. Hubert's. Before I got my first dog, which is not the dog I have now. I think that's how I got into agility. Right. So that's how you, uh, that's how you found out about agility. And uh, Abby, your, your first dog, did you ever do agility with yes. her? Yes. My Abby was a a reactive dog, and we went to St. Hubert's in what they called Feisty Fido's Agility. And I think we went through one classroom session with that because I think that's all they stopped offering it after that point. And that was the first time I really ran an agility course, per se. They were short, of course, but. And we only went one in the ring at a time. And I remember falling in the mud there and getting all muddy. <laughs> that was my my memory of that. But my Abby did enjoy doing it. But I we still we were I think we left their leashes on or had a short leash, if I remember correctly. It wasn't the same as regular agility (laughs) right so you didn't really begin agility until you got bell yes when i got my beagle bell who i wasn't sure what she was going to do at all um i started looking around for agility classes because you had been out of agility for a little while. And so I kind of bounced between a couple places in the beginning because I wasn't sure what I was doing. And so I got a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of that. And, but the, You mean I didn't guide you in any way. You did guide me, but you didn't, there wasn't, um, 
I'm, I kind of made up my own mind too, I think, that I wanted to look further than one place. I wanted some other options, I think. And also with my schedule, I had to find things that worked with my schedule that I could go to. So I think that was part of it too, that I had to find things that worked for me. So that's why I think I bounced around a little here and there. Right. So do you do you remember your first NADAC trial and when was that? I don't remember the year. Do you remember the year that that was? Yes, it was, uh, I believe it was May of 2015. Yes, okay. So I went to this agility trial, which was an in-the-zone trial outside in the fairgrounds down in Woodstown. And I had Belle... And we went in the ring and we were not ready at all. <laughs> and Bell Was somebody pushing you too somebody, hard? Somebody, yes. I think somebody said yes. It was pushing me to try before I was ready. And she ran out of the ring and I, she, she ran. I, I had a hard time getting her back, but thankfully I had a good recall and I called her from far away and she came back and I grabbed her and yes, it was not a happy scene. I was very nervous and scared and I wasn't ready. (laughs) And I do apologize for pushing you into a trial before you were ready. And thank goodness the judge of that trial was Ron Young, who liked Yes, Eagles. <laughs> that was a good thing. And then... But the other good thing, and the reason we were there, if I recall, was then you went to... Yes, uh, then I went to Lisa's Lisa seminar, and we closed up the gates for her so she didn't get out of the ring. And right. she was pretty good during the seminar. But then we waited a while. I believe we waited till the summer then. And we went to St. Hubert's. And it was completely fenced in there. Pretty much. There's a fence all around the whole thing. And that's where she got her first cue. Which made me very happy. Right. Yeah. And that was... I don't know when I don't actually remember when she got her first cue, and I I didn't look up her. It was uh, I think it was that following summer. I think it was. Yeah, I think you might be right. It was. Did was it a tunnelers? I believe so. I don't remember. Yeah, and I think the other thing I can't remember is was intro. Is that was that there? Were you running intro? I think I was running intro at that. Yes, yes, I think intro was introduced in NADAC. It, it was in NADAC by 2015, right. or maybe that was the year it started. I believe I was running intro. Yes. Yeah, and and that's really good for a young dog. Yes, and she was, she was. It it took a while. She did zoomies for a while, but she learned to stay in the ring. Um, and I also had a leash buddy, which was you, <laughs> which 
gave us. That's right. For for a we while, had a leash buddy. Would, for I would be your leash quite buddy. Quite a while, you were my leash buddy, and that was good because it helped her stay in the ring and me get her leashed up and be more confident with her. Which. Right. I think we I think we decided that early on after that very first trial. Yes. It might be good to have your least yes, buddy because be someone that fell. Right. It was to. it was good because there were times where she went zoomies and it was good to have somebody else there to I believe you'd quote <laughs> lassoed her in some to grab her a couple times, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that may have happened right. at a trial or two. Yes. But how old is Belle Bell now? is now six and exceeded my expectations I ever thought I would ever get to at any point. She has gone beyond anything I could have ever imagined. As somebody who right. never did agility and only had her as my second dog in my whole life, She's been amazing. <laughs> I would agree. And uh, I know we're recording this um, the day that on the NADAC forum, they, they published the preliminary uh, top 10. But I think Bell was going, will be the, in the top 10 of the Beagle category. And there aren't that many Beagles. In NADAC, I think she's going to be in on the list for four different classes. Uh, three or I'm not sure about four. Three for sure, I think. Uh, I think oh, it's okay. four. I think it's jumpers, tunnelers, regular, and I think she was she number was, one. If in that touch doesn't change, she's number one in touch and go, which is wonderful. That's right. It's it is yes. preliminary, so. She, your little dog has come along. Yes, way. a very long way from when she ran out of the ring. And it was, I was like, how am I going to get her back? <laughs> yes, a long, long way from there. Right. <laughs> and, and you plan to keep going with Belle. For as long as you can, and as long as she as enjoys it, as long as right? she's healthy and enjoys it, and yes, health is another thing that I've learned a lot about in agility. Which, like I said, she's only my second dog, so a lot of stuff is new to me. And having things not right with your health of your dog, which she, in her six years of her life, we've gone through a couple different things that have happened, and. I've learned a lot about dogs and health and fitness and things, which I had no idea about. And she's taught me a lot, a lot of things about things like that. Right. Yes. But thankfully she currently. Yes. Knock on wood. Things are good. (laughs) She, she, yes. (laughs) Yeah, probably the scariest thing you had was she had that weird eye Yes, the ocular Uh, um, infection behind her eye. That was the most expensive, probably, 
one time thing that she had a problem with. And I thank my old vet who is now retired that helped her out. And, uh, right. And then, and for a while there, she was, that was during her. Right. So she had a time Uh, off during that period when she had that issue. Right. Yeah. And, And what do you, what do you see as the, the future 2020 are you going to be attending some trials yes with you of course we're planning ahead and hoping that it, all our adventures will come forth and we'll get to go to woodstown again and we'll get to go up to new pulse and we'll get up to steventown and up to drummerston and I hope maybe something. Oh, we have to go up to Victoria Farms at Skyline. Uh, we'll go there. And maybe we'll hit a Maryland trial in the fall. I don't know. We'll see what happens um, with the schedule. And I don't know. We'll see what else happens. But uh, I wish yeah. there was some more local something closer because I remember back when when you trialed and there was a lot more options nearby here and at this point there is not as many options nearby here so I'm disappointed in this the fact that I a lot of the places I went with you don't exist anymore that were you know nearby so we have to go a little bit further. yeah that's correct we have yeah. to go further yeah back when you know i was traveling with dino uh years ago there were more trials in pennsylvania for nadac um, now there's really no nadac trials on the eastern I, i'm almost going to say all of pennsylvania but certainly on the eastern Right. And we also went up into New York State a little bit in the eastern lower side more, you know, and um, I even I remember I went out to Staten Island with you once and uh, you used to go down into a little bit of central Jersey area and out to Pennsylvania, especially. I remember going out there with you. Right. It's just what has happened Fortunately, some people live in areas where NADAC is uh, much, you know, you can go to trials much more often and and don't have to go so far. Of course, there's people out west who I imagine have to go oh, much right. further than yes. us to go to a trial. Um, but for us, we like we will drive the four hours up to Vermont to go to a trial up there uh, and go, you know. We have a little camper, so we're able to do it. Right. Anyway, um, is there anything else you wanna you wanna say about Bell or or your agility uh, journey so far? Um, we like doing it, and I think she likes doing it too. It's something we enjoy, and it's made her such a special dog. Um, we have much more of a connection than I think we ever would have had without agility and it's made me have friendships i have friends within the agility community that i never would have had and it's a wonderful um place to see people that love dogs too 
Yes, I, you, you, that was well said. I, I totally agree with you. I'll, I'll let you say one other thing about Bell. What is the? What have you been doing lately with Bell? That's not agility oriented. Um, we are doing um, pet therapy through Creature Comfort Pet Therapy, which is a local organization here in northern New Jersey. And I don't think we ever would have gotten to do this if we hadn't had our agility training, which made her who she is. Um, maybe we would have. I don't know. But it made her a lot more good around people and dogs. And uh, we've done quite a few visits now. We just started this year. And she really enjoys it. It's something where she can go visit people instead of not visiting people. And she she seems to enjoy it. And the people, people at the places really do enjoy seeing the dogs. Yeah, it, that, that's definitely a, a, a very nice thing that you're doing with Belle to go visit people in these various uh yes because you have you've gone to a A few few different ones i'm kind of still working out where she likes to go rather than places she doesn't she she's not as happy so we're still working that out and we also have to work with our work schedule of course like everything else so that limits us to which venues places we can go right Okay, well, I want to thank you for being my very first guest on my podcast. I'm sure I will have you back for other uh, topics that we might discuss. And um, you've you've helped to set the pattern for any future guests I have. Yes, Um, we are going to have a more podcasts i will give him some ideas if he likes them or not so we'll talk again (laughs) have a great evening or day wherever you are listening Uh, and thank you once again good night you are listening to off course agility hosted by me Ed Peters. You can find us currently on Spotify, and hopefully soon we will appear on other podcast sites. Wherever you find us, we would appreciate your good review. And if there's star ratings, please give us a few stars. Tell your NADAC friends about us. And you can send us comments or ideas to offcourse at optimum.net or on Twitter you can tweet at us at Off Course Beagle or follow our account by searching for Off Course Agility. I'm going to talk a little bit about the NADAC Gamblers class. First, I'll just describe it a little in case you haven't run it yet. Uh, this class started sometime in 2019, I think. It first appeared uh, around July or August in trials. It may have appeared as uh, in some earlier trials as tests with NADAC staff, but it started appearing in real trials in the second half of 2019. So the Gambler's Class is a strategy game, which is interesting because I really thought I wouldn't like this class 
but I've done it at least twice now. And I actually find it an interesting and sort of fun thing to do. Uh, I don't know how it'll go. Remember, I haven't really talked about my current dog, but we're just really an intro dog. And there is no intro in Gamblers. So in this class, we've been, we've been running novice. Anyway, Gamblers, it's kind of like there's just a whole bunch of obstacles thrown in various places on the field. And there's a set sequence that is your gamble with a distance line that you have to maintain for that small sequence. But how, how you get to the gamble is kind of your own design through all the other obstacles that are on the field. And the purpose of the class is to get a qualifying score, it varies by level. So for novice, you have to attain 30 points. But if you get the gamble, you pass the gamble, that's 20 points. So for a novice person, you don't have to rack a lot of other points up. You get that gamble and you're doing pretty good. You do have to go through a start hoop and you do have to go through an end hoop with the timers so that you know that you've done it in time. But really this class is point-based more than time-based. The time is more like a chances type thing. They have to do it within a certain amount of time. Although that's not totally true either because uh, the time can affect your score. Uh, I'll try to talk about that a little bit too. So anyway, the amount of time you have is based on your height. So for a four inch dog or four inch jumps, you get 50 seconds on the course. For eight inches, you get 46 seconds. 12 inch, 42 seconds. 16 inches, 38. And a 20 inch dog gets 34 seconds on the course. And each obstacle has a point value. So the dog walk is seven points, but that obstacle in general, you can only take once. There's like a maximum uh, amount that you could take obstacles. If you go over that maximum, you just don't get credit for it. So the A-frame is five points and you're allowed to do it twice. Uh, weave poles is six points, and that also can only be done twice. Tunnels is three points, and you can do up to four tunnels. Jumps and hoops, they're one point each, and you can get up to 10 points from jumps and hoops. And barrels are four points. So to get a qualifying score, it varies. Oh, I sort of said this earlier, but I don't know if I went through them all. So for novice, a qual point, qualifying point amount of points is 30 points to get your cue. And in open, it's 40 points. And in elite, it's 50 points. And the points ends up being your placement if you care about uh, placements. Uh, if you just care about the cue, you need between 30 and 50 points, depending on what uh, level you're at. And as I said, for really, I can only talk about novice because that's all I've ever been in. But for novice, if you get the gamble itself, that's 20 points. 
and the obstacles within the gamble also count for the points. So if the gamble is jump a frame, jump, well, you got points for the jumps and you got five points for the a frame. So that's seven points that the gamble was plus the 20 for getting it correct. And successfully, if you've maintained the line and the distance, so you're at 27 points. You just got to go in and out of the course and do a few more things. And you've got your 30 points. Now, the time is interesting, though, because if you keep your time under the maximum time, you can get a few. I don't know all the details. I'm not going to try to tell it all to you. But it's, I think you can get up to 10 points of bonus time by keeping your time under your amount of time that you have. And if you go over time, for every second that you're over time, you lose two points. So if you stay on the course too long, even if you did really well, you can actually lose your uh, cue. <laughs> if you lose too many points, I don't believe there's any maximum. So if you go past, uh, if you have a fat, you know, a 20-inch dog, you have 34 seconds, and you stayed on the course for 44 seconds, say, that's 10 extra seconds, and you lost 20 points there. So you could easily lose your game, uh, lose your place, your cue, because you need to have uh, 50. You might have actually, you know, by losing 20, you might go under. It's, as I said, it's a strategy game. So it does help to have that mental clock ticking in your head to uh, try to get on and off the course in the amount of time that you have. It's an interesting game because if things go wrong, you can kind of make a new course on this for the moment. Uh, for me though, with my dog, Trace, he, I'll probably go into this in another podcast. At this point, he doesn't know some of the obstacles that well. So, like barrels and hoops are not his best obstacles. So those obstacles on the field don't help me a lot. So I have to keep that in mind when I'm trying to plan out what I want to do in gamblers. That's essentially it. Uh, I'd be curious how, how other people feel. Some people seem to really love it and others uh, don't really like it. It depends if you're okay with making up your own course or not because that essentially is what you're doing and trying to do it in the amount of time and get those number of points that you need to qualify now one change that i am aware of between how gamblers ran in 2019 and how it's going to now run in 2020 is that it used to be when you took the first obstacle of the gamble, you could go off and do something else. You didn't have to try to do the gamble. So if your dog went there before you wanted him to, you could do something else and you could come back to the gamble and do it the way you wanted. And that's great, but or was great, uh, but now for 2020, that's been changed. So once you take 
the first obstacle of the gamble, you are now attempting the gamble, and it will be pass-fail at that point. So if it's like my example earlier, it's jump, A-frame, jump. If your dog goes to the jump, and before you really intended, you give it, didn't give him a good approach, he knocks the bar, well, you just, you just lost the gamble, which would have happened before, too, if he knocked the, door, the bar. But if before, you could have taken the, the jump, the first jump, and maybe gone out to a barrel and going to wrap around that and maybe come back for a better line into the gamble. You can't do that now. You have to get your line into the gamble the way that works for your dog on that first attempt. So once you do the gamble, that's your attempt at it. I think you can still go back and use the gamble like in the other direction after you've you know, done it the right way. That I think is you can still do that. You might be able to use the back end of the gamble in the beginning of your run, but you can't take the first obstacle. Once you take the first obstacle of the gamble, you have to do the gamble. So that is a change that I am aware of for 2020. I think that's all, all I'm going to say about gamble, the gambler's class for now. I think in some other uh, podcast episodes, I may go over some of the other classes, but the gamblers is the, the newest, and I certainly didn't know anything about it. Uh, if you've listened to my earlier episode, you know, I started in 2005 in NADAC. And at that time, I don't believe gamblers was there. I remember visiting a trial. I don't know if it was in 2004 or 2005. And I saw the old gamblers game very briefly being played. I really don't have much of a memory of it. It's just, I remember being, what is this? Because I was taking classes at that point. And I was very used to just doing the sequence of what the obstacles were. And I saw dogs doing all sorts of uh, weird things. There were no numbers on the course, if I recall. And I remember thinking, this is very odd. But uh, I don't know. So I don't know how this new version of Gamblers compares to the old version of Gamblers. But the new version is now back, and we have Gamblers in NADAC. So in our upcoming NADAC trial segment, for this episode, I'm picking the weekend of February 14, 15, and 16 of 2020. So that's the Valentine's Day weekend. What a great thing. Take the dog you love and go to a trial. Anyway, let's look what we got, what your choices are for, for that date in the future. Uh, in Elk Grove, California, the Fun Paws Agility Club with Judge Patty Cavan. That's your one of your choice. In Lakeland, Florida, there is a NADAC hosted trial, which this was on the uh, forum recently. These used to be known as fundraisers, but now they're just NADAC hosted trials. But I guarantee you, you still have fun. So if you're in the Lakeland, Florida region, go to the NADAC hosted 
trial. In Cold Lake, Alberta, the Positive Dog Sports Association with Judge Merlette Halterman. That's your choice if you're in Alberta. In Iowa, Davenport, Iowa, the Quad City Dog Center with Judge Bernie Doyle. In Hallathorpe, Maryland, the Artful Dodgers with Judge Sarah Fix. Back out to California, we have in Valley Center, the Palomar Agility Club with Judge Tracy Bruchock. Once again, I apologize if I say the town name wrong, the judge's name wrong. I'm just doing the best I can. Uh, down in Terrell, Texas. Uh, this one's listed as pun, uh, pending, so I'm not positive it's on. Uh, it's the Run as One group. Out to Tucson, Arizona, we have the Sogora Scramblers with Judge Denise Gossick. And that looks like that was the last trial listed for the uh, dates of either uh, the weekend of 15, 16, or some of them have the Friday uh, Valentine's Day also. So once again, you can go to the NADAC trial calendar. At this point, I would think most of these trials are probably still open. But with podcasts, I don't know when you're listening to it, so it may have uh, already passed by. This segment is the one segment I'm not sure if I'm going to keep or not. As I said in our first episode, this podcast will evolve in time, uh, and I'll see what I'll do with it. Uh, what I'd really like to have is be able to have people from a club come on and talk about their trial. That's what I'd really like to do. But until I get a listenership and actually have more people coming, contacting me through email or whatever, I won't be having anybody doing that. But I will look to do that in the future in this segment if I keep it going. So that's it for the NADAC trial calendar for this episode. Well, I see we're approaching the final hoop of the course with the timers on it. I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I'd like to thank my sister, Leanne, for being the first guest on the podcast. Next time, in two weeks, I'll be talking about my current dog, Trace, whose name it does mean three in Spanish, and it will be my third podcast. So I hope you'll join us again next time on Off Course Agility. And wherever you find us, I would like to uh, ask that you give us a review, give us a rating. We are working to make the podcast available on more platforms. As I record this, we are currently only on our home platform of Anchor and Spotify. But we are working to get on to some of the biggest ones like Apple Podcast and Stitcher. Thank you once again for listening. <laughs>